The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. We're here to continue our series of That One Play. We've had a lot of fun with these, and today is one of the plays that I commonly here identified as the most important in Raven's history. And there are about three that go into this group. There's the Mile High Miracle. There is the blocked field goal and touchdown return from the same game. And you can probably guess by now, Ray Lewis's interception return snatched out of the hands of Eddie George, which is what we're going to talk about on this episode. Here to do that with me is HD. You also know him as Faceoff Battles, at Faceoff Battles on Twitter. Uh, Is that a good place to talk football with you, HD? Uh... As good as any, yeah. All right, outstanding. Great, to, great to have you. Appreciate you being on. Would you d- talk a little bit about why this play is so important to you? So, to me, this play is important. Uh, I guess the main reason this play is important is because, to me, it proved that we had the better defense. Even though statistically, it's obviously not going to show that. But what the NFL generally goes by to prove not even generally what the NFL goes by to prove what the best defense is, is yardage. And the Titans had the number one defense that year by NFL standards. However, the Ravens had the better defense and they shut this play sealed the game and made it definitive, at least to me, who the best defense was for that year. Yeah. I, 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 I have a comment that I say, and I told you about this in the production meeting. It's yardage talk is loser talk. And and typically the losing team will gather a lot of yards and take chances to gain yards at the risk of turnovers that will put them in a position to be in a better yardage position at the end of the game. That's why very frequently it's the winning team which accumulates less offensive yards in a game. So yardage talk is loser talk. Points are what they count on the scoreboard. And that 2000 Ravens teams needs to be judged by its points. And I'm uh, I'm all in favor of that. Uh, and that playoff run, by the way, there's, there's another group of fans. They want to talk about the about the regular season only and take the 2000 postseason out of there for the Ravens when the 2000 Ravens are the probably the greatest postseason defense of all time. Yes, they also I mean, but the regular season defense was also really, mm-hmm. really good. Uh, especially considering what was it like three games where we didn't score a touchdown at all? Uh, five in a row. Five. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, Stover was like the only person scoring. And I think, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, I think Brian, Brian, yeah, they, Willick, went, uh, 
if I'm not mistaken, Brian Billick like refused to put Stover on the field at one point and was like, no, you guys have to score. Um, there, there, okay. We don't, let's not go down that rabbit hole. That's a, there, there is a, there is an instance that that might be true, but we don't need to go down there. Let's talk about this play because it's so important in Ravens history. People identify it as being, you know, one of the plays that is, that is the most important sealed the game. I would agree with that. The Ravens, uh, you know, in this game, I would actually put the, the block field on return as substantially more important in terms of the change in win probability. But there's no doubt about it. The Ray Lewis pick sealed the game. There is no way Tennessee was coming back from down 14. Yeah, not against that defense. Yeah. Uh, so, so, the, the play itself, talk a little bit about it or maybe if something about the comments you were making about Eddie George early, just some, some things that matter so, to you about the play. What I remember most about the play is, and I had to go back and rewatch it because I remembered it differently than when it actually happened. But, Eddie basically bobbled it, but it looked like he was going to reel it in. And then Ray just takes it from him and runs away. And the effect that it had on Eddie George was the most amazing part to me. Uh, Other than, you know, proving that we had the better defense. Eddie George, at least the next, I want to say, season and a half, whenever we played the Titans, and I considered them our biggest rival at the time, not the Steelers. Eddie George was more timid when he came across the middle when Ray was near him because he used to look for contact prior to that play. And afterwards, I didn't feel as though he was looking for contact. He was looking to not get hit by Ray. That's what he was looking for. Yeah, I I think you're right about that. There was definitely a a point was made by Chris McAllister once. And the Baltimore Bullies just premiered last night. You probably saw it already, but the the, uh, uh, really good two-hour show. It's honestly more of a testimonial to the goose than anything else, given you know his recent death, I guess they they emphasized his part in this a little more than they they might have otherwise would be my guess. But it's it's very well done. But one of the comments is is Chris McAllister apparently was quoted as saying that Eddie George was like a little baby uh, on the field. But the problem is that the Baltimore Bullies thing is really split between footage that they have from an event that happened in 2022 about the third about the Super Bowl 35 win. And footage they have from Hard Knocks training camp from 2001. So I don't really know when McAllister made that comment. It might have been in 2001. It might have even been later than that. But believe me, they would have put it into this thing. Just the, the timeline is not apparent in terms of, of the show itself. So it's interesting to see. But it's, it's definitely something that McAllister claimed either before or after that game. That's interesting. So it's uh, uh, George was well on his way to being the first running back to run for 100 yards against the Ravens in a very long time. They eventually extended the streak to, I believe, 50 consecutive games, including postseason. But uh, he got stopped at 91 yards and uh, it would not have uh, it had the block field goal not occurred. I'm sure he probably would have gotten there. Probably, yeah. Uh, other, other other things about the play itself that you remember, uh, Ray did not seem to be moving too quickly. It was one of my takeaways as he as he moved towards the end zone. He was probably tired. I mean, it is a fifty yard sprint, and they had played most of the game by that point. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, understandable. Certainly, it's uh, it's uh, one of these things. I wouldn't say he had a piano on his back. He certainly had a convoy. No one, <laughs> no one quite got there in terms of of catching him from behind, and then he kind of ran through a little bit of an effort at tackle around the ten or twelve yard line. It seemed like, and uh, and and got to Peter. He might have also been savoring the moment. 
<laughs> well, good job because it was certainly one of the big ones. That, uh, it's it's I think a lot of people's favorite Ray Lewis play uh, of all time. But there's a uh, you know there there are a lot to choose from certainly, and and that was uh, uh, one of the ones they. Uh, they really like in terms of the game it put the Ravens up 14 the Titans then got the ball and and the announcers couldn't even pretend that it was a game anymore they they, they said this is a place where you know the, the Raven the, the Titans for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Titans' lack of a long passing game will really hurt them. And I mean, also, that Ravens defense was just captain unfair. I mean, if you really look at the entire lineup, just not even with the with the people that you could sub in. Just the starting lineup. Mm -hmm. That was an unfair defense. If you played that defense on any video game, it, they would be rated ninety nine. That like <laughs> this is this is a defense that you're not made to to have success against in any yeah. facet. You can't run. You can't throw. Flea flicker. Flea flicker. You're not going to get the pass off. This is this is not a good defense to go against. Yep, very very disciplined defense. They pursued like nobody. Uh, Eleven billiard balls. They used to you know talk about, and the, the pursuit is just incredible. You know that's one of the things, and we've seen elements of this two thousand defense show up again at various times in Ravens history. But I think what I really appreciated about the two thousand twenty two defense was we saw some of that eleven billiard balls going to the to the ball and having Roquan Smith you know, leading the charge in terms of getting a lot of people excited about playing defense and a lot of people hitting uh, on some stretched out plays is something I really remember about that 2000 team. I really do like the way the defense is coalescing, but I don't think we've ever had anything close to the linebacking court that we had no. on that defense. No. Yeah, I, I would agree entirely. Uh, the, uh, if, if you want to pick the closest – 2006, maybe with Bart Scott, Ray Lewis, and Adelis Thomas. That was a pretty fantastic crew. But the uh, Bullware was a was a combination uh, defensive end slash outside linebacker who was just a great pass rusher. And Jamie Sharper, boy, he came off the field on third down in 2000. But in 2001, they switched the defense because they really wanted to play against his uh, play to his um, pass coverage value. And they switched to a 32 dime, which the Ravens essentially have never played again, not until 2021. But uh, but very very you know interesting group of players. Very very rare to accumulate this this set of personalities together. And boy, they knew how to strut. Yeah, I really thought that Jamie Sharper was an unsung hero for the mm -hmm. most part. He was really really good, except for when uh, Cornell Stewart was running to the outside. He always <laughs> made it past him, and he would try, but he just didn't have the speed to to catch Cordell Stewart, but anybody else, he could shut off that. Uh, he could hit the hard seal so they couldn't get by. Cordell Stewart just kept squeaking by. I was like, he's too fast. So Sharper was on the team from 97 to 01, and then he left after five years. Two things about that were very interesting. First of all, Jamie Sharper was still pretty good with the Texans, but I think the Ravens yes. honestly did get out at the right time because they didn't want to pay another inside linebacker. They still don't honestly, in terms of, of what's going on, uh, I believe. 
Um, but anyway, they 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 wanted to pay one inside linebacker, but not two. So they let him go in the expansion draft to the Texans. When he left, pure class, put a full page ad in the Sun paper saying thank you, Baltimore, for everything kind of thing. Just absolutely great. You know, it's a kind of guy, you know, you, you look at that and you say, boy, I want him back here as a coach someday. I want him back here to to, uh, you know, be in the organization somehow, however it may be. But uh, really always, always thought that was a class move. Yeah, Jimmy Sharper, was, he was one of the really good ones. Uh, I think he had like – he had a lot of tackles with the Texans for mm-hmm. like two seasons, and did he disappear? Yeah, I, I, I think you're right, and I didn't really look at this look at the, to, to check it before, but I'll look at it right now as we're, as we're doing this. But, yeah, that's my recollection is that he actually this – is, this is what's really amazing about Jimmy Sharper's career. From age 23 to 30, for eight straight seasons, he played every single game, never missed a game. He started all but one in, in 97. Uh, and then in, in uh, 2005 with Seattle, he played eight games and he was done. But his, he, he's, he had three seasons with Houston, 137, 166, and 139 tackles, played every game. So he was worth it for them. Yeah, he was a tackling machine. Yeah. All right, well, HD, just one of the, the, the great plays in Ravens history, I think still after all these years, a lot of people, it's one of these plays that people have a visual memory of. And, you know, they, they, did, did you find any difference between what your visual memory of the play was and when you actually went back and saw it that it was a little different? Very. Uh, so the way I remembered it was more like a fumble than an interception. But that's because I thought Eddie George had reeled it back in. Mm-hmm. And when I watched it, I'm like, nah, he was still bobbling it when Ray took it from him and ran away. But the way I remembered it, it was like Eddie had caught it and then Ray took it from him. Be, it wasn't like a bobble in between. It was like he caught it, Ray took it from him, and ran away. That's the way I had remembered it. But when I went back and looked at it, I'm like, oh no, he was definitely still juggling the ball when Ray took it from him. Easy enough to find on YouTube, right? Yes. All right, outstanding. A lot of the older games like that, they're not available. The, the Ravens put out a box set of those playoff games. If you can find it on eBay, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's it's worth going through. That's just somebody's recordings from the games way back. Uh, I own that. You I have, have that. that on VHS, yeah. but I don't have anything to play VHS anymore. Oh, you 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 never got it on disc then? Okay. No, I had the I, I somewhere somewhere in here. I have the VHS, but I no longer have any VA, VCRs. <laughs> right there, you go. Well, the the uh, if it, it, it is possible, I, I know to get on disc because I have it on disc. <laughs> so so uh, it it can be. It can be had probably on eBay. So folks out there, if you're younger fans and you want to do that, a real great way to go back and, and enjoy that 2000 playoff run because it was something really special. Oh, that was really special in terms of a defense. Uh, HD, we're so happy to have you come on and kind of share your memories of the event uh, that day. Uh, one more time, where can folks talk football with you? Uh, so you can always email me. It's probably better to email than uh, through Twitter because I don't really check Twitter except to talk to you and occasionally all striker. Uh, so face underscore off at me.com. All right. Outstanding. Thanks for joining us, HD. Other folks out there, if you'd like to do a that one play episode with me, hit me up with your idea. DMs are always open on Twitter. We're just looking for your understanding relationship what you remember about a play take us through we'll go through a little bit of the historical context with that and have some fun talking about it and hopefully have some people evoke some good memories and and there are a few bad memories from this list of plays looking at this there's about five or six of these that are that are not good memories but uh but they're ones that i think are are worth going through in a for a short part of your car ride uh as you go to work 
Thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for coming on, HD. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.